building a company from nothing is freaking hard. Us entrepreneurs are expected to deal with unimaginable challenges and somehow keep a cool head through it all. This is The Art of Entrepreneurship, and I'm your host, Jackie Hermes. I grew my company, Excelity, from zero to seven figures with no partners and no funding. The Art of Entrepreneurship is a show where we cut through the BS and dig into what it actually takes to start and grow a company. If you give me your time, I promise it won't be wasted. Now let's get to work. Hello, and welcome back to The Art of Entrepreneurship. Hopefully all of you had a good Thanksgiving. For those of you who celebrate, got to see some family, stuff yourselves with some food, you know, I am actually in Florida right now visiting my family. And I think today's topic is a timely revisiting of a topic that I discussed in episode 77. So long ago at this point, and it is how to survive and get through your busiest seasons. I know with the holidays, it can often get kind of crazy. We're wrapping up the year. We're trying to make the holidays special for our families. A lot of us are traveling. So what do you do to survive and even thrive during this time? Today, I'm going to share a number of different strategies and I hope you enjoy. Good morning, happy Monday, and welcome to another episode of Big Questions with Short Answers. Today, we are talking about a topic that I am personally experiencing right now, so near and dear to my heart. How do you survive your busiest seasons? We all have been there where sometimes stuff happens and our work doubles or triples, like someone might leave your organization and then the organization decides not to rehire, and you're like, oh, cool. (laughs) How was that decision made? Uh, Maybe you start a new initiative and it's way more work than you thought it would be. Maybe things happen in your personal life that make your job feel a lot bigger and more stressful. There are really a million ways that these busy seasons can happen. So how do you deal? I think that most people kind of flounder, honestly. They try to do it all. The work gets done partway, halfway. They lose sleep. I've definitely been losing a little bit of sleep lately and I'm not proud of it. And they stop taking care of themselves. I have been there. It is so freaking hard to dig yourself out of the hole that you put yourself in when you're really busy. And that doesn't even consider how your actions impact other people. When you try to do it all and you don't talk to people about what you're going through, Everyone can kind of tell you're falling apart, even though you might be like, "Mm, I look good. You know, people can't tell. They can tell. People know. You don't look good. You're being short with people and your work output often sucks. When you don't communicate that you are too full and then you do crappy work, you think you're being the hero, but actually you end up making more work for other people. It's not good. I have done this myself and I've seen many other high achievers fall into this trap because they have a hard time saying no. Today, I want to talk a little bit about how to handle your busy seasons gracefully and kind of how to stay sane while you're going through these busy seasons. So like I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, I am definitely in a busy season right now and this topic is very timely for me. A lot of things happened to get me into this situation. And to be honest, I kind of knew that I was going to get here. I kind of signed myself up for this. And at this point, I know I can handle it. I've been here many times before. I was on the phone with a friend yesterday, and I told her 
that my job has almost doubled in workload since the beginning of the year. And maybe that's a little bit of an exaggeration, but honestly, looking at the work that I've taken on, probably not too far off. And she asked, how do you fit that in? And I was like, hmm, good question. I was tempted to say, oh, you know, I just do it. But that's not true. At this point, I think when I get this busy, I naturally fall into the systems that I've created kind of to keep myself sane and keep myself safe. And I'm going to walk you through those systems right now so you can see if there's anything that might apply to your life when you are busy as heck like I am right now. So there are really three steps that I take, but step zero, like minimum viable first step is that you have to communicate. You have to tell people what's going on and you have to be honest. And I know us high achievers hate to be honest when we are overwhelmed. At my company, Excelity, we have a capacity color system that we use internally that basically tells people how you're doing workload-wise and mindset-wise and personally. It's just like a how you feeling. Are you feeling full? Are you overwhelmed? Can you take on more work? And the red color is like, SOS, I am too busy to take on more work and I could use help. It took me a long time to get comfortable even using that color. I would always put myself as yellow, which is like, I'm full. If you don't communicate that you are really busy or that you have a lot on your plate, people are going to be able to tell, like I said, and you're not going to do the level of work and the quality of work that you should be. All right. So that's step zero. Step one is to say no. Don't say you're going to do things when you know it will take a freaking miracle or staying up until 3 a.m. every night to get it done because it's not going to happen. Again, I'm speaking from experience because I've done this way too many times to count. I like to deflect with humor, as I'm sure you can tell. So I typically say something like, yeah, if you want that done in a month, I'm your girl. (laughs) I don't know. I kind of think it softens the blow a little bit. Just be honest about timelines and about what you can actually get done and when. And also tell people that they should not hesitate to follow up with you if they're expecting something and you're drowning. I think it's totally reasonable to tell people, you know, I know I seem busy, but I really don't mind if you slack me or text me or whatever for something that you need approval on. Saying no also means you have to rid yourself of unnecessary meetings. And I know that this can feel mean. For me, it often means no networking, no virtual happy hours, no social life, no nothing. Yes, people might get upset. And yes, this time might suck for you. And yes, people might even say like rude things to you about it. But remember, your mental health is so much more important than whatever random meetings you're saying yes to. And all of the people that matter most will definitely understand. If you struggle to say no, go all the way back to episode 21, which covers a number of ways to politely say no from the book Essentialism. Okay, step two is to delete. If you are anything like me, and I think countless other people, you have a very long to-do list that somehow never gets done. Sometimes things live on my list and they get pushed back and back and back until someday I'm like, okay, I'll do that someday. It's like a nice to have. The delete stage, so step two, means you have to look at your list and understand what's actually necessary and what is not. Anything that's not mission critical to your job, to your personal relationships, to your happiness, delete. Delete it. Create a backlog list and move your nice-to-have items there. 
Maybe someday you'll go back to your backlog and pull some things out of it. But honestly, probably not. While I was outlining this episode, I went and looked at my backlog list. And some of that stuff is from like two years ago. And I already did it. And I didn't even know it was sitting there. So I don't know. Backlog list is kind of where stuff goes to die, at least for me. Step three is to delegate. I think a lot of us forget to look through the lens of delegation. I have definitely been guilty of saying, if you want it done well, do it yourself, or you want it done right, do it yourself. And that's not a great mindset. Sometimes you are the best person to do things. Sometimes I am the best person to do things. Sometimes, like recording this podcast, I'm the only one that can do it. But that said, Most of the time, there are other people on your team or in your life that can help you. They can help you get things started. They can take it halfway there, or they can even take tasks to completion, even if it's not exactly how you might have done it or exactly how you wanted it to be done. Remember, my policy and your policy should be done is better than perfect, and that massively applies here. If you don't have anyone to delegate, maybe it's time to figure that out. Get a VA. Buy yourself more time by getting a cleaning lady. Purchase pre-prepared meals for dinner a few nights a week. I did all of these things pretty early on in my entrepreneurial journey when I didn't really have money, to be fully honest, but I figured that it would pay off in the long run. And actually, that is a fantastic topic for our Wednesday episode. So make sure you tune in in two days and I'm going to cover how to give yourself more time to work on your company. All right. So in order to survive your busiest seasons, remember these steps. Step zero, communicate. Step one, make sure you are saying no to the things that aren't necessary. Step two, delete the unnecessary tasks. And step three, delegate. If you don't have anyone to delegate to, find someone, hire someone. Virtual assistants or VAs are honestly not that expensive and they can be an absolute lifesaver. There are steps that you can do that don't involve just toughing it out and trying to survive. That is all I have today. If you are in a busy season, hit me up on social and tell me about it. I would love to hear from you guys. And if you could share this podcast with just one person that you think will benefit from hearing it, I would be forever appreciative. Thank you. Thank you.